1: Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production available on all major podcast platforms.
2: This is Rod Peterson on demand. We we're all talking about Aaron Rodgers and how he may never leave Green Bay again and how great things are. They're seven and one, and then this hits Wango. If you don't want to get vaccinated and you get COVID, you can't play. This is crazy. Replay every single day around here on this continent insert name I'm tired of it he made a choice he got COVID you can't play what the hell's so hard to figure out about that and why do we need to sit and talk about it
0: this is the Rod Peterson show
2: oh (laughs) (laughs) it absolutely is yeah it absolutely is the RP show we're coming at you live From the Aspen Links Clubhouse and Rec Room out here in Emerald Park, White City. And I've got the moose with me, uh, Darren Moose DuPont. And we are live. There it is. There's the shot. This is a little new for me. This is a brand new spot. And the owners uh, say, come on out and do your show from the Rec Room. I was not expecting this. So we're going to get some shots from around here throughout the program today. We got huge news to talk about from the National Hockey League and Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights. Now, it looks like Moose is situated somewhere on another planet, but he's only about 10 feet from me right here. So, Moose, how are you? I'm great. Cheers. Yes. Um, before we talk about the biggest news, and I, I I don't have my cattle bell here to ring the breaking news, but um, you just want to spend 30 seconds on telling the folks why we're at Aspen Link's Clubhouse today, because I know you did the deal. I, I'm a little blown away by where we're at, and we're going to... Our viewers are going to have a pretty good look at where we're at over the next two hours. You've never
1: been here yet. Well, not since I this. used to golf here, but not this. My not God. not this. And yeah. I was uh, treated out here, Kelly and uh, and Ricky brought me out for a little tour a few weeks ago. They're building brand new clubhouses. You saw coming in out at Aspen Links Emerald Park. It is beautiful. But it's not just that. The reason that we have the connection here is because of Ballers Rec Room. That's Ricky, right? Ricky Kazama. Ricky Regina. Ricky Regina. And and, and Kelly, Ballers Rec Room, the TAP, our longtime partners since day one. That's right. On the show. Well, they built basically, I want to call it Ballers 2.0. It is called uh, the Aspen Links Rec Room inside the clubhouse. The restaurant's here where we've been enjoying uh, uh, a wonderful little morning coffee and a little snack. And um, then back behind you, is the rec room. I mean, pool tables, games, basketball, there's full golf simulators, which apparently are like professional grade, beautiful. Um, everything's here. The membership downstairs with the clubhouse and the pro shop and everything else. So uh, they brought us out to do our show from here. We're going to play some games, hang out and have a really good time. I see uh, why they want to show this place off.
2: So I yeah. think over the course of the next two hours, you're going to get a look at, Aspen Links Clubhouse and Rec Room. But, anyways, I said to Moose when I showed up here, because we just did a hockey game last night, uh, I said, I'm a little in flux here. Um, I don't have my quick six show topics written down yet. And you're like, well, one, two, three, four, five, and six are the Jack Eichel trade. That's the big news this morning. How about that? The blockbuster deal. There you (laughs) go. The blockbuster trade has been made. Jack Eichel is a Vegas Golden Knight. And Kelly McCrimmon, the general manager of the Golden Knights, I believe, has already met with the media in Vegas, or if he hasn't already, he's about to, that's okay. I got a pretty good idea what he's going to say and where he's coming from on this. And joining us today later on in hour one is Tim Hunter. We had him briefly, as you recall, last week from Yellowstone Country. The connection wasn't that great on the side of the highway in Montana. Tim Hunter now is home from his cabin. He will join us to break down this trade. And Eddie Lack, clear the track. Here comes Lack. Eddie Lack will be joining us from Arizona to talk about this trade and everything else NHL related. So I I literally don't know where to start Moose, but you got to start somewhere as they say. So th- please, Director Jordan, can you hit the quick six show home? So to play. I'm just going to give you the shortest story on this and then we can go longer if we can. Jack Eichel will get artificial disc replacement surgery as soon as this week. After being traded from the Buffalo Sabres to the Vegas Golden Knights Thursday morning, 8.30 a.m. Eastern, roughly 6.30 out here in the West. The return for Buffalo is Peyton Krebs, whom we all know out here, and I think he's a household name, world junior champion, of course, Winnipeg Ice Star, first-round pick. I think he was 17th overall to the Golden Knights. Alex Tuck, who's, I think, a day-one guy for the Golden Knights, an original draft choice of the Minnesota Wild. A tw- so Krebs going to Buffalo, Alex Tuck going to Buffalo, a 2022 first rounder going to Buffalo and a 2023 third rounder coming the other way from Buffalo to Vegas. Or as you look at it is Jack Eichel and a 2023 third round draft pick. So the saga is over. This has come on like a flurry moose because just this morning on Center, you saw Daryl Sutter talking about it the head coach of the Calgary flames about the flames being in on Jack Eichel. And I know you have some thoughts on that. So to get us rolling the poll question today for Capitol Automall, universal collision center. And you tweeted it from over there when we were having coffee this morning is who won this trade? Where is it? Moose? There you go. <laughs> Keeping in mind that it's only hours old. on Twitter are saying that the Buffalo Sabres are winning it, and I see that it's just been posted to Facebook by our crew because 100% on Facebook are saying the Buffalo Sabres have won the trade. Because the Vegas Golden Knights are my team, as of today, I will say the Golden Knights have won the trade. But
1: trying to get my head around it. You? Yeah, I think we're going to be in a position where We're going to probably talk about this throughout the show and won't really have an opinion on who's won the trade until I hear from Tim Hunter and hear from different people, Eddie Lack, and we talk about it a little bit more. But on the surface, I think that the Golden Knights won the trade because what do we often say? Whoever got the best player won the trade. Well, the Golden Knights got the best player in this trade. Despite what you think about Jack Eichel, despite what you think about his character on the ice, he's a really good player. He's an, he, he has the potential to be an elite player. Alex Tuck's been very good. He's young too, just 25 years old. Um, but I would he have 33 points last year. Um, and he's hurt right now. He hurt right now. Hasn't played yet. 55 the year before that. So on a good year, the potential of Alex Tuck appears to be 50 to 60 points, right? Jack Eichel's a hundred point player. That's his potential. That's where he needs to get to, to be the Jack Eichel that was drafted at the top of the NHL entry draft. So, Vegas won the trade. Yes, the first round pick is a big one. It is top 10 protected, so it can't be a top 10 pick. Peyton Krebs has the potential to be a star in the league. But that first round pick, Peyton Krebs, they're not NHL stars yet. So you're paying for potential. Jack Eichel is a star. Alex Tuck is a very good player. But on the surface, I think Vegas got better today.
2: Well, all things being equal, I might say Buffalo won the trade, and I'll say why and it doesn't take much to figure it out, Eichel's not even playing. Like, as I dig a little, look what you got for a player that's not even playing, that's hurt and doesn't want to play for you. You got Krebs, you got Tuck, you got a first-rounder, and God knows who that's going to be. I'd like to think that it's going to be a late first-round pick because that would mean that the Golden Knights had had a great year. But right now, they have not had a great year. And it's, listen, that's why I said I don't need to listen to what Kelly McCrimmon is going to say today to the Vegas media because I know how he thinks. I watched the Leafs-Golden Knights game the other night in your living room, or at least a period of it, and I forgot what I said. You brought it up on the show. I said, we haven't even seen the Leafs goalie for half a period. These, I said, these are not my Golden Knights. Injuries aside, and I'm not going to name who it is, but I had a very long talk last night in the brand center in this media scouts room with a golden knight staffer. And, and, and it was nothing about hockey whatsoever. It was all about, uh, he was interested in this show and uh, me going to Florida and how the Panthers have been treating me. And I just said, you know, in Vegas, I couldn't even get a spot in the press, bo- press box. Like what the hell it was over a hundred people in the press box in Vegas. He's like, he was, I don't know, man. It's uh it's just, what do you say? Lightning in a bottle or whatever. And we got, that, that's more that we talked about was the, Business end of things, not the fact that the Golden Knights have not gotten off to the best start. Now, Jack Eichel, he's just having surgery this week. I read that maybe, maybe. So here's the Associated Press story that's come down on this this morning. The Jack Eichel era in Buffalo is over with a nasty public eight-month feud reaching a conclusion today when the Sabres traded their former captain and face of the franchise to the Vegas Golden Knights. The trade ends a stalemate between Eichel and Buffalo over how to repair his herniated disc, which has sidelined him since March. The dispute revolved around the NHL's collective bargaining agreement, giving teams the final say over the treatment of injuries. Kevin Adams, the general manager of the Sabres, coming out today and saying this was never personal. And now that's being debated. What does that comment mean? So that's strictly based on the fact that you're getting all this talent for a guy that was never going to play for you and is hurt. That would actually tell me the Buffalo's probably won the trade. Is it,
1: is it possible for both teams to win a trade? You would hope you like, would. That's the way you would like it to work out. Yeah, and you look at it this way, Buffalo. You know, Buffalo's got a player who's not going to play for you. So anything you get back is a positive. It's a net benefit. And when you look at Vegas, yeah, Alex Tuck has been—he's been one of the faces of that franchise, right? Alex Tuck has been, and 25 years old, um, but he hasn't played all year, and Vegas is struggling. So you need to inject a little bit of scoring. You need to inject some offense. You need to get this team going and shake things up and let the rest of the group know that if we don't get better, more moves are coming. So I think Vegas got better too. I think both teams accomplished something here. From a
2: Golden Knights fan whom will remain nameless, texting me this morning in our little text group, I think Krim is losing it. That trade makes no sense at any level. See why we're sitting here kicking this around today, Moose? Yeah. (laughs) With with all the hockey fans. Because that is, I said, this was a major haul for the Buffalo Sabres to bring in for a guy that's hurt and isn't even playing. And by the way, uh, it's interesting. From the YYC Puck and Pigskin podcast, he wrote it and said, everybody wins on Twitter because now everybody can shut shut up about it. No. This is similar to the Lou Cheech James Neal. Situation with the Flames and Otters. Every single night, we're checking the box scores to see what James Neal was doing in Edmonton and Lucic was doing in Calgary. Every night. It isn't over. In a lot of ways, it's just started. Mm-hmm. Patrol man Pete in Winnipeg watching. He says, I would have felt sorry for Tuck and Krebs a month ago, but Buffalo has started turning the corner. Adding those two to the mix will speed up the rebuild. To quote my mom, wouldn't that be a trick? If the Buffalo, Buffalo Sabres actually know what they're doing. What, Spicy? Who? What? <laughs> that, that's not a thing. And, and by the way, I know that a lot of NHL media didn't know anything about Kelly McCrimmon before he showed up in Vegas five years ago. But we had a coach in our hockey team, God's team, <laughs> the Regina Pats, and I will not name him either. Because we had a revolving door. You'll never guess who it was. But he said, if Kelly McCrimmon calls you for a trade, hang up. You're not going to (laughs) win. Oh, true story. So do you actually think that's changed? Like Jack Eichel, uh, obviously you saw, you said you were watching SportsCenter. Only two players that draft year have scored more than Eichel. And he's been hurt for half of the time since. Connor McDavid and Mitch Marner, two seemingly franchise changing players. That's what Jack Eichel is. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Vegas is feeling pretty good today with the, with the, like he, he's going to be the face of the franchise,
1: right? Yeah, he should be. I mean, he is, that's his potential. He needs to become that player. And if he is for Vegas, I mean, they just got themselves a Marner. I don't want to say anybody can get themselves a McDavid. Right, but a Drysdale or a McKinnon or whatever you have, you, you're you're getting Jack Eichel, and Jack Eichel is supposed to be a hundred point guy a year. He's supposed to be your leading scorer, a yearly All Star, a guy who makes things happen. And what you hope for a guy like this is that he's now happy in a situation where he can have success. You always wonder about Vegas being the distraction that Vegas can be, but you know what? This is an opportunity for a fresh scene for him, an opportunity to get right with the herniated disc and be a star again. Well, and the other thing, by the way, on that medical issue
2: with the treatment of the neck injury to Jack Eichel, that's not strange either. It, it happens. I mean, I know in my time in the CFL, we had players that got hurt and uh, the therapy staff would come out and, and go to attend to him and the player would be laying there and go, don't touch me. Like that's that's the money maker right there, right? There's That's a really touchy deal. And the Sabres and Jack Eichel couldn't even come to an agreement on that. And all of a sudden, he gets traded to Vegas and boop, he's in for surgery. God bless America. We've spent the entire warm-up here so far on the Jack Eichel trade today. And why not? It's the biggest news in sports. But I'm going to just read you what happened last night in the National Hockey League. And we'll break and get to all these other things, which include Aaron Rodgers, COVID, Sidney Crosby, COVID. Tonight's featured game, what is it? But anyways, last night, Neon Leon had two goals and an assist to take the NHL scoring lead, a point ahead of teammate Connor McDavid, and the Edmonton Orders beat Nashville 5-2 at Rogers Place. Dreisaitl had 20 points on nine goals and 11 assists. McDavid assisted on both of Leon's tallies last night. Kyler Yamamoto, Devin Shore, and Jesse Pujarvi also scored, and Miko Koskinen made 31 saves to help the Western Conference leading Waters improve to 8-1. Their best start since 85-86. Who won the Stanley Cup that year, Moose? Hamilton yeah, Oilers. Montreal Canadiens. No. <sighs> Jesper Fast and Martin... Why don't you give me a break when it's, I'm not alive for it? Jesper Fast and Martin Neckes scored 309 apart in the third period, and the undefeated Carolina Hurricanes topped the Chicago Blackhawks 4-3. Hashtag take, take warning. At 9 all the Hurricanes moved into a tie. With the 2015-16 Canadians for the NHL's third longest win streak to begin a season, Alex Dabrinkit had two goals for Chicago, which lost 6-3 at Carolina on Friday. Did you see the stretch pass from Patrick Kane to Dabrinkit? He is rolling. And Patrick. they're like, did, they, did he plan that? Uh, yeah, they've only been doing it for 10 years, bro. Jake Bean scored twice including the winner, one twelve 12 into overtime, and Columbus rebounded after surrendering a late two-goal lead to beat Colorado 5-4. Cole Sillinger, big friend of the show, probably golfed this track a few times, I would think, scored twice, and Boone Jenner added a goal for the Blue Jackets, who finished their three-game roadie at 2-1, and, and Arthur Kaliev scored in the fourth round of a shootout, and L.A. extended its winning streak to three games with a 3-2 victory over the St. Louis Blues. I wanted to ask the viewers today and I didn't expect to wake up to Eichel being traded, right? So I was thinking of a poll question today and it was going to be, do you like shootouts in hockey? Because I was privy to one the other night in the Mecca in Notre Dame. And I, I really enjoyed the shootout. That was going to be the poll question. And I would like to kick that around with you and the viewers coming up next segment, but we've got NFL, we've got Raptors, we've got world series ratings. All those And a new sponsor to announce as well. How about uh... Here in hour one. Yeah. The warm-up's brought to you by E. Electric. Come see our sales staff and in-house specialists for all your electrical needs. We're broadcasting live from Aspen Links Clubhouse and Rec Room on Game Plus Television, YouTube, and Facebook. Live streaming and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com
0: head to youtube.com slash the rod peterson show now you gotta subscribe click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed
2: we are live look at this place look just look at it
1: mario Kart, (laughs) aspen
2: links clubhouse and rec room Broadcasting live across all 10 provinces from 31 states on Game Plus television. And here we go. And we're going to get into this football stuff, as I mentioned earlier. But it, uh, I was in a state of flux. The Ted Lasso doppelganger over here was not earlier. But I haven't had a tour of the place. I didn't get my comments up rolling now. Yep. But I do now. So... From my cousin, Christina Medicine Hatch, she says, that's a wild-looking Pac-Man game in the background. Looks like a great place to spend an afternoon or have a party. That's the whole idea, as Johnny Athens says. That's Right, Ricky? Idea. That's the whole idea. That's why we're here. Uh, from Troy Calmer, he's watching in Toronto, regarding my comment on the shoot-up. He says, I understand the shoot-up, but don't find it nearly as exciting as three-on-three overtime. I'd rather see a game decided by a group of players than an individual competition. Three on three OT is so entertaining, right? But the ice is rented
1: after, bro. Oh. We got to get a winner. I am so We're glad you said that. What? Because yes, if we did three on three, it would be so entertaining. But you can't play and do it all night, unlimited overtime, because they got to play the next day. And this is business stuff. We don't get too deep in this. But it's collective bargaining stuff because if you're going to make me play an average of an extra you know, 20 minutes a night, that adds up over time, which means the salary cap's got to be higher, which means I got to get paid more money because these are still employees or contract workers that are getting paid to do a job. If you're asking me to do you know, another half that job again in overtime, you're going to have to pay me for that. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, that's a big murky situation that they don't want to get in. And it wasn't about playing all night. It was either shootouts or ties and they decided not to have ties anymore. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, hang on. Oh, I just screwed something up here. I got to <laughs> reconnect on my comments. Uh, and we're in. But and Bob Geronco. But the three-on-three three is definitely entertaining.
2: Bob William, William May and Lloyd Minster watching Canada's only border city says, uh, who is, he says, I hate shootouts. Just play the game the way it was made to do. You guys, you just don't understand. So I think we got to move on from that. I, I mean, your opinion's welcome, but there's a reason why we still have shootouts. Mm-hmm. We have to end the game, and there's a reason why we don't have them in international competition to end games, nor Stanley Cup playoffs. Or do we have them in international games? Mm-hmm. Other way around, we have them in international games. We don't like that. Right. The only- but in the main playoffs, we don't have
1: them. And I would yeah. say if I was making one change on international play, I understand shootouts, even in elimination games like quarterfinals or semifinals, Mm. because players have to play the next day. They've got to play in the next game. If you're in the quarters, you got to play the semis. If you're in the semis, you got to play in the finals. So I get that. But in the final, I wouldn't like to see a shootout because there's nothing after that. There's no other game after that. That's the end. So I would like to see the shootout eliminated from finals.
2: I was amazed in the NHL bubble playoffs in Toronto and Edmonton, specifically Toronto. Remember when they had those games going to five overtimes? Who was it? Yeah. Columbus and uh, Tampa. They're waiting. And right. And I'm like, did, did, they didn't have a provision for this? Because they were playing two, three games in a day. Can they not go over to Rico Coliseum? I, the smart guys I know running the National Hockey League. But I'm like, how did you not have another plan for this? Yeah. Anyways, the text line is open, and you can reach us for this week only at 306-840-8777, starting Monday. With the time change, we're going to have a brand-new text line and a brand-new text line sponsor. But Ray, writing in from the six, he's watching in Southern Ontario. He says, hey, Rod, if Jack Eichel returns to his former self, your Golden Knights got one of the best pure talents in the league. He needed to get out of that mess in Buffalo. Sometimes we all need a change of scenery. It's a $10 million a year price tag for Jack Eichel, which he's in that range. He's that kind of guy. We mentioned his stats earlier. He's a franchise-changing player. And back to that injury. There you go. Nice. He's ready to roll. Mm, I want to get to Vegas. I want to get down there and watch my team because it's so darn much fun. But... I changed the scenery. And with the injury to the neck, were we ever really concerned about the Eichel injury with the neck? I wasn't. They couldn't decide how to treat, treat it. I mentioned last segment, that's not rare. Um, how often in sports, Darren, anymore, do you hear players suffer career ending injuries?
1: It's less and less than it's ever Exactly. Been. It happens but it's less and less than it's ever been. We've found new ways of rehabbing, new ways of, of getting surgery, new treatment for athletes, preventative measures, braces and different things you can play with. Like the the technology and the advancements in medical, you know, sciences and everything are just so much more than they had been, you know, 10, 20, 30 years ago. So, yeah, less and less. <laughs> Uh, From our viewers across the nation, James in Borden
2: Manitoba watching, he says, those arcade games look fun. First it was Pac-Man, now it's Galaga. Am I saying that right, Ricky? Galaga? Is there a game called... I'm going to get a tour later and we'll find out. Mm, Everybody's excited here about the the clubhouse here and the rec room. So hang on, hang on to your bingo cards. We're going to change topics here. For the football fans. And just remind, a reminder, we're on location, so it's like we're camping here, so bear with me. Tim Hunter coming up in hour one and Eddie Lack in hour two. Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers is in the NFL's COVID-19 protocol and out of Sunday's game at Kansas City. Packers coach Matt LaFleur wouldn't say if Rodgers has tested positive for the virus. Jordan Love, who was Green Bay's first-round pick in 2020, is the likely starter against the Chiefs. He's thrown just seven NFL passes. Frankly, nothing's really changed since yesterday except for a very uncomfortable looking Matt LaFleur at the podium for the Packers yesterday. He's like, he was literally shifting in his seat, not wanting to answer these questions. Right. And uh, I was talking to some friends yesterday, going, why is, why is this such a big deal? Um, this morning, all morning on ESPN, this big chunk of TSN Sports Center, Aaron Rodgers. And this is why I ask. Big deal when the reigning league MVP can't play a game, right? Big, big enough deal. Yeah. Sidney Crosby's in COVID protocol and I believe is tested positive. Here's my thing watching Sports Center this morning. I'm riding the bike because the treadmill's broken. Uh, seven minutes on Aaron Rodgers and his coach and everybody's reaction to that, and they're going to break. Oh, and by the way, Sidney Crosby has COVID too, and he can't play. Sports Center returns after that. How is that not a big deal? Why is it just Aaron Rodgers going into COVID protocol? And nobody will say whether he's got it or not. And then, of course, the vaccinated thing. My God, like I said, you're better off asking somebody if they're circumcised than if they're vaccinated. You'll get less of a backlash. And as my friend uh, said, it's because it's the way the media is blowing things up, particularly America. I don't I don't have the answer to this. What do you think it is?
1: Yeah, I'm, it's hard to say. Um, but I know, you know, with Crosby, that's still a big deal. It's just I haven't seen Sidney Crosby. So Pittsburgh's what been, all year? Yeah, yeah, they've been okay. Um, but it's not a big change to the lineup. It's just one more thing delaying him getting into the lineup and, and getting back to playing. For Rodgers, it's interesting because leaning uh the reigning MVP, and then you look at what they've got. Well, big games. They got Kansas City this weekend. He's not going to play. And if he can't play next weekend, Russell Wilson might be back for the Seahawks. Now you might not have Aaron Rodgers against Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. So this whole confusion, did he get vaccinated, not choosing not to get vaccinated, all that stuff, might have cost Green Bay a home playoff game. Might have cost him home field advantage in the playoffs. But the thing I'm waiting for now is what is the league going to do about this? If you have an unvaccinated guy who they've listed him as unvaccinated, he's According to the league, he's not vaccinated, not following those unvaccinated protocols. You know, I would expect some sort of discipline, whether it's a suspension to Aaron Rodgers or a combination of a, a, a small suspension of a game or two, plus a fine on the team of three, four five hundred thousand dollars. Um, it's not over, but that could happen
2: checking in on uh, the Prairie Mobile text line. I guess it's interesting, too. when you, It seems like the NFL is tired of this Aaron Rodgers saga, too. I said yesterday, I'm just tired of Aaron Rodgers. I'm tired of him. Here he's a great guy, but he's causing a lot of problems for the National Football League. That's just my opinion. But the NFL, I guess it took them a month to rule on whether or not his alternative measures that didn't include a vaccination, whether that would count towards immunization or vaccination, and they ruled that it did not. You saw that. Oh, yeah. That tells me that the NFL is getting kind of tired of him too. From the 204, that's Manitoba, watching on the Game Plus TV network. Anonymous texter writes in and he says Kyle Connor, same year as Eichel, 314 games, 265 points. His salary, 7.1 million. Jack Eichel, 375 games, 355 points. $10 million. He said, this is comparable. Not McDavid. Eichel is overpaid for what he brings. Dun, dun, dun. And McDavid hasn't exactly been playing on the 85 letters. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. He's so on his make, own.
1: Maybe he, he's in another world. He, I think we all are in agreement <laughs> on that. Right. Nobody's arguing that. But then Winnipeg.
2: They're saying he's more comparable statistically to Kyle Connor. And I'm just sitting there looking at the teams. I'm like, the Sabres have sucked, but the Oilers sucked for a lot of time. Of and then, gee, maybe he is overpaid. Which, by the way, one of the articles I read today, I think it was the Athletic, they said the Golden Knights, assuming everybody comes back healthy, are five to seven million dollars over the salary cap right now. Because right now Mark Stone's out. Pumpkin Patch already is out. Eichel's out. And Tuck was out, but now he's now gone to Buffalo. So, whew. and he's on a long-term deal, Mr. Eichel, as well. I've seen, I've
1: seen these articles. They're questioning his character. Well, And I'm like, oh, come on. And that's what you're paying for. You're paying for potential, right? Especially in long-term deals. You're paying him for years. He hasn't played yet. So, you know, if he becomes a, you know, perennial 90, 100-point player, $10 million fine. Right, If they start winning games, he can make the players around him better. If he doesn't, then yeah, absolutely, going to be overpaid. But that's the risk you take. And Kelly McCrimmon, clearly comfortable taking that risk, knowing the type of player that Jack Eichel is. And if this herniated disc neck injury becomes too much of a thing, then you have insurance policies for that.
2: From the 204, Randy in Winnipeg, watching on Game Plus TV, carried on Bell MTS cable, I might add. Looks like Vegas is playing for next year. That first round pick might be a top 10 pick for Buffalo. Well, this is not an immediate. The guy's got to have neck
1: surgery for God's sakes. And the pick is top 10 protected. (laughs) So the pick, the first round pick cannot be a top 10 pick. If it becomes that, then the draft picks move back a year. So it is top 10 protected. That first round pick cannot be in the top 10. Regarding the Winnipeg Jets bunny hug I was wearing yesterday, Swanee writes
2: in from the 471 on the text line. He says, Roddy, I have the same hoodie, but it's an Oilers one. Same shiz happened to mine. The dryer took all the writing off of it. Oh, yeah. He says, but we still look like studs at them, right? <laughs> Absa smurfly. Of course. couple more points before we roll in this warm-up brought to you by E. Cold Electric and bring in Tim Hunter. Fred Van Vliet scored a season-high 33 points. OG Anunoby added 21, and the Toronto Raptors beat the Washington Wizards 109-100 for Toronto's fifth consecutive victory. I'm going to tell you that Matt Devlin's the reason I watch
1: Raptors games. I was going to say, I love the man.
2: That is a fact. Yeah, I love it. The Atlanta Braves will celebrate their World Series win with a parade on Friday. The Braves thumped the Astros 7-0 in Game 6 Tuesday night to wrap up the title. Uh, Meanwhile, World Series television ratings rebounded following a record low set last year. The Braves' six-game victory over the Astros averaged 11.7 million viewers on Fox. The network says that's up 20% over the Dodgers' six-game win last year over the Tampa Bay Rays, which I find odd because I watched every game of the World Series last year and none of this year. Figure that one out because it was in Arlington, Texas, right, last year? Yeah. Because they were finishing up on the bubble. Anyways, Moose, we'll see you back here for Hour 2.
1: Sounds good. All right.
2: Tim Hunter joins us next as we broadcast live from Aspen Links Clubhouse and Rec Room special on-location broadcast today. And you're watching on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-Hour Sports Radio at rodpeterson.com.
0: Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Peterson Show now.
2: Live on location from Aspen Links Clubhouse in Rec Room. That's where we are today. And uh, you're going to, the Moose is adjourned for a bit. He's adjourned for a bit. You, you, you're going to see him, I think, coming up. Uh, so the big trade today, and we're going to get to more of it, more details in the sports update, but the Jack Eichel saga is over. The Vegas Golden Knights acquiring Jack Eichel this morning and a third round pick in exchange for Alex Tuck. Peyton Krebs in two draft picks, including a first-rounder in 2021. Joining us to talk about it is Tim Hunter. 815 games in the National Hockey League and an assistant coach from 97 to, what, 13 with the Capitals, Sharks and Leafs and Capitals. And we got to know him and Tim, he's back home. How are you doing, Timbo?
0: I'm doing great. How are you guys doing?
2: Good, good. Always good to chat hockey with you. And I got to ask you, the easy and early question is, Who's won this trade, Tim? How would you answer that?
0: Well, I would say if ICA plays soon, probably the Vegas Golden Knights. And then long-term, it'll be on what kind of player Peyton Krebs and the first-round pick turn out to be. But, you know, a trades, a trades, a good trades even for both teams. And I'm sure that's what they came to. Uh, Buffalo believing that uh, Krebs, Tuck getting in the lineup right away, and then the first-round pick and the third-round pick. Are going to be players of the future and that's where they're going and vegas is all in now so obviously you know trading another one of their first round picks to try to win a stanley cup uh that's the route they're taking and uh but it's going to all depend on uh, the health of eichel he's a very special player they don't come around very often and when you want one, you have to step to the plate and obviously vegas did that today 10
2: million a year for eichel They're mentioning him in the stratosphere statistically of McDavid and uh, Marner. Some are saying he's overpaid. He's actually more in the Kyle Connor stratosphere. That's what our viewers in Winnipeg are saying. You've seen him live and up close. Is he that franchise guy and could be the face of the franchise in
0: Vegas? Oh, no question. And like I mentioned earlier, special player. He does special things on the ice. You, you, You don't. You don't see that very often, and you know obviously Connor McDavid is probably the top of the class right now in that uh, regard because he can do everything at 100 miles an hour. You know Sidney Crosby was probably that player in the past. He's he's moving away from that And now. These young guys are taking over. But um, Eichel Crosby or Eichel and McDavid won two in the in the draft and two fifteen um, special players go in those positions.
2: You, uh, Tim, have done business with and against Kelly McCrimmon in the days in the Western Hockey League. Here's my thing. The Vegas fans that are friends of mine are saying, Buffalo fleeced him, crims off his rocker. I'm like, Kelly doesn't get fleeced. That's the thing. I, I just, but, and the Vegas will always be in contention just like the Brandon Wheat Kings were in Kelly's time. Do you see any similarities there? Can you run an NHL team like he did in Brandon same way and be successful? It appears like they are
0: well yeah he's very astute very smart guy and george mcfee uh as the president is they're they're very very smart guys and um but in, in the end of the day when you make deals you're dealing with another individual that has to get the best for his team too and and kevin adams i think he's done a great job of uh getting what he could for a, you know for some reason or another along the way eichel just didn't uh, seem to fit wasn't going to be the future and they're moving in another direction, and you know, people always say, "Well, the people that get the best player in the in the trade win." But, you know, like I mentioned in the beginning, you know, it depends on what kind of player Krebs turns out to be. And then the, you know, the wild card is that first round pick in twenty twenty two. Way, way, way too early, of course, to
2: declare a winner. Of course, but shoot, it's fun to talk about. And you coached against Krebs too. What do you think his potential is in the national hockey league It's a 17th overall pick first rounder and a world junior vet
0: yeah again i don't think he has the special skills that eichel and mcdavid have but he's very close and you know you're splitting hairs but you know on a very good team he's a number one center and he's gonna put uh, 80 points up 75 80 points which is pretty darn good so you know i'm a big fan of his uh, he was a, a real good player on a not so great team in in his early days, and he just got better and better and better as he went along and he 's going to continue to do that so big fan um, you know it 's a fresh start, a young guy you know <laughs> you look at their history they 've glass Suzuki now krebs I think it 's the other player, Brandstrom, if I believe. Uh, so uh, you didn't have much of a chance as a first-round pick to play in Las Vegas.
2: Yeah, no kidding. Tim, uh, loving talking hockey with you. The Oilers won last night to go to 8-1, and one, their best start since 85-86, a year that you guys went to the Stanley Cup final against Montreal. Um, can you talk about these Alberta teams? And uh, we expected this from the Oilers. Did you expect the Flames to be getting hot like they have to this degree?
0: Well, they've gotten two things. They've gotten good defense uh, from their whole group, which is a said, Sutter hallmark, is play hard defensively and try to capitalize on your scoring chances. Uh, Markstrom's been great. I watched them play live the other night against Nashville. I went for two reasons, for Terry Chris' retirement, to watch Tanner Janot play. I got to see his parents and uh, watch him play live, so it was a thrill. And then Edmonton is uh, a team that uh, has a little bit more talent, and they're relying a little bit more on the top guys than Calgary does. Um, so they're, you know, they beat uh, Nashville, who played the night before in Calgary, pretty handily. And uh, you know, their goalie Soros, was unbelievable here in uh, in, uh, in Calgary. Um, so, but uh, Edmonton might have a little bit more firepower, but Calgary's going to win by committee. Um, I think, you know, obviously they were mentioned to be in the Eichel trade, in the Eichel sweepstakes, because they're probably looking for a little bit more of a finisher. Um, But it's about committee for Calgary and about the top guys uh, in Edmonton.
2: Uh, Last one for you, Tim. Can you please confirm that Tanner Genoa is a better National Hockey League player than a junior player? And he was a pretty darn good junior player. But he's doing more special things in Nashville even than he did in Moose Jaw for pride of Oxbow, Saskatchewan.
0: Yeah, he's been able to score, which, you know, I thought he would be a good contributor in the NHL one day if he kept working on his game and his skating, and he's done that. But he's, he's putting a few points up. He's getting scoring chances. He had three or four shots on, on net the other night. Um, but he does what every coach loves he works on both sides of the puck, he plays physical. He knows the, the real details of the game of, of when to chip a puck and when to make a play. Um, you teach him and let him develop through that uh, uh, atmosphere where he learns when to do it and when not. You don't tell him when to do it and when, to, when not to do it. You let him learn, and he, he did a heck of a job in Moose Jaw learning his way through the game and, and uh, playing instinctively, and now he's doing that in the NHL, and it's a wonderful thing to watch.
2: Is it ever? Is it ever? Uh, well, kudos for your um, involvement in this progression. and Tim, always good to chat hockey with you. Glad to have you home. And I'm sure we'll see you in a rink soon.
0: Yeah, thanks, Rod. Uh, great talking to you. Have a great day.
2: Tim Hunter, Stanley Cup champion, uh, joining us from the lake. We'll be back and I'm going to announce our uh, new sponsorship. I think we're going to do it next. Got a sports update, too. We're live from Aspen Links Clubhouse and Rec Room golf club out here in emerald park you're watching on game plus tv youtube and facebook live and 24 hour sports radio with RodPeterson.com.
0: have you subscribed to the rod peterson show youtube channel yet head to youtube.com slash the rod peterson show now
2: We're live from Aspen Links Clubhouse and a Rec Room. We're loving it. The moose is back in the house. I'm telling you, I did not expect this. I heard they were building this facility. I did not expect this. Uh, we don't have enough time in this segment. We're going to try to get through it as well as we can. I brought moose back in here uh, for our big announcement of our sponsor, which we'll get to in a moment. But it's viewer takeover. We have a sponsor for it. Texts come in from Florida regarding this trade. Just my opinion. Buffalo won in a landslide. I think Eichel's very gifted, but he reminds me a bit of Patrick Kane. I just don't feel like he will ever be that guy that gets the job done and can be relied upon.
1: That's from Florida. And um, Patrick Kane? Yeah. Patrick Kane won Stanley. I don't want to argue with. Just saying. Viewers, but. Yeah. So here,
2: let me call up the sponsorship read. Here we go. Are you ready? Yes. Breaking news. (laughs) <laughs> breaking news today for viewer takeover will be brought to you by ta taco time How about we're that? hungry eat for the love of burritos it's buy one get one burrito half off at taco time every thursday they're on board for the rest of the year moose I don't need to tell the viewers how much I love Taco Time. I've extolled their viewers on this show before. I'm just so darn happy to have Taco Time involved.
1: You and me both. I mean, this is, this is great. We're uh, happy to have them. Yeah, signing up for the remainder of the year. And uh, Taco Time is our viewer takeover sponsor. And so that means uh, we'll be doing this starting next week. Well, every day now, our viewer takeover, both an hour one and hour two, brought to you by Taco Time. But next week and every week, We're going to be giving away Taco Time gift cards to the viewers for their comments. So make sure you're commenting on YouTube, um, texting in through the text line, which will uh, make sure you're following the new number on Monday, and you can win Taco Time gift cards.
2: I feel like this was born out of that comment that day when we said, what restaurant are you putting as the anchor restaurant in your food court if you were starting one? And I was like, Taco Time. You didn't even get it out of your mouth. I I said, I've been ordering the same thing at Taco Time since I was in high school. Crisp meat burrito, soft meat burrito, large Mexi flies, fries, and a Diet Coke. And, of course, the best salsa in the world. So, Taco Time uh, is on board with us. They're sponsoring viewer takeover. And we've had a lot of viewer, viewer takeover comments here so far today. I want to jump into the sports update here for Hour 1. Calgary Flames look to continue rolling when they host the Dallas Stars tonight. Calgary the a six-game win streak ended with a 3-2 overtime loss to Nashville Tuesday. But they're still... An impressive 6-1-2 and two to start the season. Elsewhere, Montreal hosts the Islanders. Ottawa welcomes Vegas. The Indianapolis Colts host the New York Jets in NFL action tonight on Thursday night. Football, the Colts hope a short week will help them turn the page quickly after Sunday's frustrating overtime loss to Tennessee. The Jets want to see what quarterback Mike White will do for an encore after Sunday's impressive starting debut. He set an NFL record for completions in a first start, going 37-45. And three touchdowns and a 34-31 victory over Cincinnati. And San Francisco catcher Buster Posey plans to announce his retirement today, according to a person with direct knowledge of the decision. The 34-year-old just helped San Fran win a team record 107 games this season, batting 304 with 18 home runs. This sports update brought to you by ballers rec room check out our brand new line of games book your group or business christmas party now for the tap brew house and drive-thru liquor store where you'll never need to ask to have the cfl games put on their screens and for red bull canada red bull gives you wings how many what's the time was it 25 seconds that's it we're well inside the last minute last minute of hour one Moose, you sticking around for the second half kickoff? Of course. We have NFL questions that have come in from our viewers. And I'm just a little blown away here because this is the first time we've been doing an on-location broadcast where they got Game Plus on the TV. It's amazing. It is. It's wild. And Ricky Rajam is here. Uh, Ricky Rajana live. Hour two coming up on Game Plus right after this break. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit
1: rodpeterson.com.
0: Save big on Brunch for Mom. All in the Kroger app.